Hi, I'm Sabrina. And I'm Kyle. We are so excited to bring you the Her Journey by Faith podcast. We are so grateful that you are here to listen. We are both wives and moms on a mission to equip ourselves and other women with the gospel. We have both seen drastic changes in our own lives as we have learned to surrender our plans to God and follow him in obedience. We have felt this huge calling to share our faith journey as we build a relationship with Jesus. We know that learning the gospel is an ever-growing process, and we encourage you to pull out your Bible with us. Together, we will study the truth of God's word, learn to surrender to him, seek him in the good times, the hard times, and find our purpose in this life. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Her Journey by Faith podcast. We are so thankful that you're here today. And I am Kyle and I'm here with Sabrina. We are back together and so excited to be bringing you another episode. I know last week I shared a little bit about the major struggles that both of us have been having just with coordinating and life and vacation and family and the enemy totally working against us. So we almost didn't make this happen today, but we're here and we're so thankful to be here together. So before we dive into today's topic, I just want to share that we are also back to doing our virtual Bible study. We also took a break from this for a while. It's just been a, a season for us, but past Monday, we started a new Bible study in our virtual community. So if you are interested in joining us in this, it is not too late. We are just starting this week. So if you want information about this, you can go to our Instagram page at her journey by faith. And if you go to the link in our bio, there is a link that will take you directly into the group. And in there is where we have all the details about what study we are currently doing. If you feel like it's too late for you right now for this one, we also have another one starting up after this one. So if you are just looking for a community of sisters in Christ to be able to study the Bible with some guidance, with some support and community, this might be perfect for you. So you can reach out to us or check that out on our Instagram page. So with that, we are going to dive into today's topic. And today we are asking the question, as Christ followers, should we care about politics? And this is not a deep political thing that we're going to get into. But with all of the recent talk lately about abortion due to the draft of the Roe versus Wade possibly being overturned, it has just really brought us to look more deeply into this question as Christ followers, should we care about politics? And we actually are going to talk more about the topic of abortion next week and look at it from a biblical perspective, because it is something that is very biblically rooted, even though the world has made it so political. But today, before we do that, we first just want to share our general thoughts on why politics matter as Christians, since this is a little bit of a different topic than we've previously discussed on this podcast. And I just want to say we're not we're not changing the focus of our podcast. We are not going to share all things political, all the details. Our mission is, has always been, will always be growing in faith through God's word, and that will remain. But we do feel that it is really important to talk about issues that are happening in our world if they do have a biblical stance, if they have a biblical input. 
So we think it should be talked about. We, we don't think that all things that are happening in the world that are controversial should be kept quiet just because they may be seen as political or be offensive to the world. If it's in the Bible, I do feel as Christians that we should be talking about it and we should be looking to what the Bible says about it and not what the world says about it. Yes, I love that. And before I dive in, I want to say last week, Kyle mentioned that I was on vacation and we've been dealing with sickness. Well, now I'm sick. So (laughs) I went on vacation. Now I'm sick. So you'll have to excuse my voice. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that we were able to make this work. And I'm just really excited to talk about this because like Kyle said, there are things that we shouldn't remain silent on. And I know that Kyle can relate, but sadly, pretty much my whole entire life, I've been, I have remained silent or I've kind of tried to live in my bubble and not speak out on certain things or not even really research or try to understand things at a deeper level because it made me uncomfortable because I wasn't sure where my place was in that. And because I thought, oh, I can just turn my head and not worry about that because it's not directly affecting me and my life. Yes. I can so relate to that. I used to know nothing at all about what was going on in the world. And I realize now that's not a good thing because as Christians, we need to be a light and there are things that we can do to make a positive impact on this world and show Jesus's light and love and biblical perspective. But in order to do that, we have to know what's going on. (laughs) Exactly. So there are man-made rules and then there obviously are the rules of the Bible and the things that God wants us to obey. But in speaking with man-made rules and laws and political matters that are going on currently in the past and in the future, they are of this world. And because they are of this world, they can take us away from remembering that this world is not our home. And even though we have to be here now and in the present, and of course these things matter, it can, it can be a fine line to walk because it can, it can take us away from our main focus and we can be obsessive and on the wrong side of the the line. Okay. So I kind of already said this, but yeah, we may often think that they aren't a priority to us because again, they're not directly affecting us. They're of this world. They're maybe of the future or, oh, that's something we may not see for 10 years. So I'm not going to worry about it right now because, you know, thing change, change happens, but it may not happen very fast. And like I said, it's just really easy to turn your head and pretend like you don't know what's going on. And also not only not speaking up a lot of things, a lot of times we may stay neutral in these situations because we don't want to rub others the wrong way or say the wrong thing. But like Kyle said, as Christians, we truly are called to stand up for the truth and to be bold in that truth. And I think the the way we find out that truth is really just being in the word of God, which is something that we talk to you guys about pretty much weekly. Like you're going to, you're going to be able to stand in the truth if you are in the word of God and you know what God says about certain things. Yes. I think obviously that's such a huge point that we talk about all the time is no matter what the issue, what the topic is, we need to be able to look to the Bible for that truth. And if we're able to do that, we we should be pretty certain on, on where we stand as Christians. Obviously there's a lot of things that, that are gray or that maybe don't matter so much that God doesn't speak specifically to, but there are so many things, you know, we can look to the Bible for that truth. And I think that we see a lot of things happening in this world right now that are not neutral and the world is not only 
staying neutral, but encouraging sin and celebrating sin. And as Christians, we, we can't get wrapped up into that. We can't just go along with what the world is saying because they're saying it's good and it's fun. And this is what everybody's doing. And this is what's normal. We need to know what the truth is and we need to stand strong in God's truth and be able to share that with others. Yeah. That division is real right now. You can clearly see the division in the world on so many things. And it seems like more and more we are getting further away from what the Bible says, what God intended for us on this earth. And that can be scary, especially when you start to look at the future generations, because there are many political matters that really defect, really directly affect our own children and our grandchildren. And we just really need to be sure that we are helping shape that next generation. And part of that is obviously raising our own children to know and be able to stand up for that truth. But we also can start having those hard conversations. And that's why, you know, that's where the politics come into play. That's why they matter. Because if we can have those conversations with those around us or those online with us, we can start to present the truth, present the gospel and share where God says and where he stands for certain things. And I think the difference that we can make, you know, like we're so tired of seeing the fighting on social media and just the hate and the back and forth. And it's all just like, everyone wants their opinion to be right. But the difference that we can have as Christians is this isn't just my opinion. This is God's truth. And Mm -hmm. if we can just share that in a loving and a kind and a gentle and a respectful way and leave personal. I mean, obviously we're going to have personal emotion around it, but, you know, leave our personal opinions aside and really just share the truth. That's, that's all we have to do. We don't have to be going head to head to make sure that our opinion is right because we know what's right. And it's God's word. And that at the end of the day is the only truth. And that's what we need to be sharing. Yeah. Um, these conversations really don't have to be heated and they should be leading those we are talking to straight to the Bible. And like you mentioned, we should take out our own emotions and really focus on what God says, because it's a lot easier to stand on the truth when it's what God says. Um, another thing that comes to mind is really just making sure that you are, why is my mind going blank? Oh, I had a good thought. <laughs> Never mind. I'm sure it'll come back to me, but making sure you are being gentle and loving and bold at the same time. Yeah. And something that I have just really come to find as, I mean, I've obviously known this is important, but going to God in prayer and really asking him to give you wisdom, give you knowledge, give you gentleness and respect when you are facing those conversations and just making sure that you are allowing the Holy spirit to work in with you and, and speaking that truth in, in that way. And, and then we can be sure that it's going to come out with love and gentleness and respect. Yeah. And my thought came back to me. So, um, you, we can't change when we're having these conversations, we can't change other people's hearts and other people's opinions. That's only God's doing. God is the only one who can move in their hearts. And so just going to them with that approach and also in prayer to God for these people and for these opinions that are just happening in the world or anybody who you may see is lost or having a hard time with things, remembering that God is the one that really can move in their heart. And all we can do is just present the truth 
Yes. And going off of what Sabrina said, as far as like, you know, we don't have to be heated. We don't have to escalate to the way that, that the world does in so many ways. When we look to what the Bible tells us about government and authority, we are called to respect governing authorities. We are called to be in line and respectful and be a part of this world. But we have to remember that our first alliance is to God and that always needs to come first. So when we look to the book of Romans and in chapter 13, starting at verse one, it tells us, let everyone be subject to the governing authority for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so bring judgment on themselves for rulers hold no terror for those who do it right. But for those who do it wrong, do you want to be free from the fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. And similarly in first Peter chapter two, I'm not going to read this whole verse because it, it really says a lot of the same words, but here Peter is speaking about the Roman empire. And again, telling us to submit to human authority and that we need to walk in God's will and, and do good. And that applies still to today's world. We need to cooperate with the world and we need to be respectful. And again, I think that can really set us apart from other people is that we don't come at things with the evil and hate that we see so often is that we can just come at it with a loving and respectful way. And we see many times in the Bible that you know, Jesus was kind of up against a lot of different authorities, well, whether it be the religious authorities of the time or the governing authorities. And he was part of society. He did pay his taxes. And we read about that in a couple different occasions within the Bible. And he was gentle and respectful, but he also stood up to the authority when necessary. He did speak God's truth and of course, always, always put the word of God first. And I think what we can really learn from that is something that Peter and the apostles tell us in Acts in chapter five, verse 29, we must obey God rather than human beings. So Jesus and his apostles, they, they did disobey the government at times, but not for personal reasons. They only did when they were, when the government was asking them to disobey God. And I'm not sharing all this to say that we need to be in any disobedience, but again, if, if our world, if the government, if things that are coming up out of politics are going against God, if they are celebrating sin, if they're asking us to do something that doesn't align with God's word, then that is when we need to speak truth and boldly stand up against that and share what, what the Bible says about being true. Yes. I love all of those examples and really just summarizing it all. Our first loyalty is always to God, you know, just making sure that we know the truth and we stand up for that when it is necessary. Yes. We have to remember that we are Christians first and citizens of our country of this world second and everything that we do and say should reflect who we are as Christians. And Sabrina touched on this earlier. Some, sometimes 
if you're like us, you just totally turn your back to anything in the world. And then some people get way too into politics and this world. And we need to remember that our theology, which is, you know, our study of God's word, that should determine your beliefs and your views and your stance and your truth, not your politics. So we need to be able to apply what the Bible says to every area of our life. Yeah, especially with what's going on recently in the last two years in the world, there's just been so much chaos and quick turns and lots of rules and man-made rules um, that we've had to follow. And I, I've seen firsthand, you know, close friends and family members become very obsessive and forget who is in control, who is sovereign over the world. It's so important to remember that the government and all of the policies in the world can't save us. And there will be suffering in this life. There will be scary times. There will be things that happen that we don't want to happen. But the only really person that can save us is God. So just remembering that and trying to stay on the I guess, stay, stay with your mind focused on God and who wins God wins. Like that's been my motto for the last couple of years and just seeing all the chaos around us and online, it's always in the back of my mind is God wins, regardless of what I see right now happening in front of me. I love that. That's such a needed reminder. And Mm -hmm. I can, I can totally say that I have been guilty at times in the past couple of years of like getting obsessed with the news and the media and what's going on. And, you know, because it, it, it seems, I mean, it does matter in a sense, Mm -hmm. but like you said, at the end of the day, we need to keep our eyes on God and, and be focused on him. And, and like you said, know that no matter what happens in this world, no matter the evil and the suffering, God is always in control too. And that's something we often forget is we, we might feel abandoned at times because it's hard right now, but God has a plan. God is in control and God will take care of us and and provide for us and provide that comfort, even if it doesn't always look like what we think it should look like. Yeah. I, I was just laughing because I, I remember the many conversations that you and I have had over the last few years of, you know, both of us being in fear and trying to like stock up (laughs) our entire garage of food and like, I think it's normal. It's normal human behavior. And I definitely have to say I'm guilty of that too. I think we, we fear, you know, for our children, uh, for just a lot of things. So definitely guilty, but yeah, it's so easy. It's such a rabbit hole. That's so quick. And so always just bringing yourself back to God. Yes. And I think it's really important that as we see all of this controversy in the world, when we do look to God, we as Christians can attempt to make this world a better place by by being in the know, by not just living in our own little bubble, thinking everything's great and happy and perfect. Um, obviously we want to live in joy, but we still need to have knowledge of what's going on in the world around us. And by doing that, we can be more involved. We can support those who, whose beliefs are closely aligned to what God calls us to. And it can be really hard and really scary to speak truth, especially when it's something that's so politicized or such a controversial thing in this world. And I think to that, it's just so important to remember that that's what we're called to. Mm -hmm. And Jesus spoke truth and he was hated for it. He was crucified for it. And I love the verse in 
in Luke chapter six, verse 22, it says, blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the son of man. And for me, that's just such a comforting reminder that if, and when we speak God's truth, there's always going to be people who don't like it and they disagree with it. And, and that's not our place to judge. Obviously every single one of us will have to face God and we will all be judged. So we need to stand up for his truth and spread that truth. And we may be giving people truth that they don't know that they've never heard before. We may be planting seeds. I mean, probably we're not going to change a lot of people's minds, but you just never know what you're speaking up for God's truth could do to help lead somebody else in the right direction. I love that verse as well. And, and I think a common, another common thing that you and I have gone back and forth on this year is really just being exiles in this world and remembering that of course we're going to be hated and persecuted and our, I, our truth that we share is going to be shot down by this world. We have to remember what Jesus went through. And if we feel this way, we can only imagine how he felt when he was crucified and had, and chose obviously for good to stand up for the truth. And he knew his purpose in this world. It becomes easier when you, when you think of, of his suffering, because you know that you're doing, you're following him. And that's what he wants for us is obedience and just following and standing in that truth, regardless of how scary it is. And Luke chapter six, verse 22 really just sums that up. So in closing for today, I know this can be a really hard and scary thing to think about standing up for God's truth, for God's word, especially in this world when it is controversial and political, but we have to remember why it is so important that Jesus calls us to go out and share his word and make disciples. And we have to do that even when it's scary, even when the world is going to hate us for it, even when so many people, maybe even our close friends and family are going to disagree with us. We need to stand rooted in God's truth and God's word and be able to share that. And if that's new to you, but maybe you're feeling convicted, I would really just encourage you. Like we always say, be in your word every day, as much as you can, not your word, be in God's word (laughs) every day. And, and just really prayerfully ask God to to guide you and, and to help you and show you how you can share his word with people that are close to you in a loving and gentle and respectful way that honors and glorifies him. Yeah. It's going to look different for everybody. So, you know, you may see somebody out there and you may think, gosh, why can't I be confident? Why don't I know it all? And like Kyle said, just be in the word, pray about it. And God's going to guide you and you're going to feel more confident. The more you're in his word. Heavenly father, thank you so much for bringing us here today. Thank you for giving us the courage to be able to stand strong in your word, to be able to speak truth. I know this is something that has definitely evolved for Sabrina and I, and we just thank you for our journey and for our story so that we can share it with others in order to help guide them to your word and to be able to share your truth. So I pray for all of our listeners. I pray that you will just meet every single person exactly where they're at 
help guide them to your word, help them to be in your word daily and help give them the wisdom and the courage and the strength that they need to be able to speak truth to others in a gentle and loving way in this scary world. Our world needs to hear your truth so, so much right now in every single way. And I just pray that you will equip every single one of our listeners to be able to be exactly where they need to be and share your word with exactly who you need them to hear it. Lord, we know that that you don't need us, but you can use us. And I just pray that you will use every single one of us in a way that is specific to your will and your plan for each of us. In your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to tune in with us. We pray that this episode spoke to you and helped reveal some of God's truth in your life. If this message was helpful to you, we ask that you do us a huge favor and share it with others to help spread God's word. You can help us by subscribing to the Her Journey by Faith podcast to make sure you always hear what's new. Write us a review on iTunes, send this episode to a friend, or share it on your Instagram and tag us at Her Journey by Faith. We can't wait to chat with you next week. Until then, go out and shine God's light and truth.